Yeah, let me, let me get a beer as well. Take your time. Your mom's is so poor. She went to McDonald's and put a shake on layaway. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> your mother so old, she mm. sent you pork when it's just a plant. <laughs> Alcohol-free and gluten-free version. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's mad. I need to get me... Um, is that got like 0.05% though? Nah, because they brew it a different way. It's it's zero point zero percent. That's impressive. It's like an it's a, so I read it to you. A, a fresh take on beer, breaking the rules of drinking. Um, so the first beer ever created without using any yeast or producing any alcohol. Mm. It's re, it's really like a fruit drink, really. But I don't know. It still has the same vibe as beer, so I like it. Mm. You, and Chima, you and Chima need to do like a segment on food and. And drink. Yeah. Um, that's a good idea. Because I also wanted to touch base about the gluten stuff. Because, like, um, my, my missus, she hasn't got, we haven't got, had an intolerance test yet. But, like, there's, like, like inflammation that is occurring for her. And we're trying to link it to certain food types. So we've cut out the gluten. We're cutting out the wheat. So I, did, I just picked up my... Let's try the wheat. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went and did a um, Tesco shop today, and um, yeah, man, just had to get out, switch it up completely. I did everything, and I realized I didn't get anything for me to eat. <laughs> I did like a seventy quid shop. <laughs> I'm just like that. Man's gonna have to order a takeaway. <laughs> but no, this, this is something I can rustle up. But yeah, I mean, it's interesting, man. Doesn't really need to get that food intolerance and test that anyway but i want to jump on the wagon with her and actually eat like this for a little while and see how it impacts me maybe i'll spend less time on on the on the throne if you know what i'm saying um and um things like that so i'm just gonna observe and kind of keep you guys up to date for the next session right on <laughs> see how, how, loud, I how loud is this music just because i don't know what you guys are hearing obviously i can can you barely hear that? Nothing. I can't hear it at all. Can't hear it at all. No. Can you hear it now? No. Oh, that's random. You're supposed to be able to hear that. Okay, hold on. So what's the brand of your beer? Sitting here rocking. Y'all can't even hear the shit. <laughs> it's called Freestar. I don't know why I thought of Fredro Star for a second there, but yeah. Big tune. Yeah, I was like, damn, they not feeling this. They what? Nobody saying nothing. I was like, Eric, Eric Sermon, bro. Like, this is my shit, bro. I love this tune. Eric Sermon is so underrated. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like for for the era that he was from, he was highly rated. You know? People yeah, you, EP and D and yeah, he did bring. Yeah. He did actually. I think he's like people's favorites. Favorites. In, in that sense, because I think a lot of artists do respect him highly. Mm. So, you, yeah, you're right. But I, I just think maybe Rob PM. Yeah. maybe I'm just getting old and the people around me aren't really feeling him as much. Yeah, well, I mean, I think for the younger generation, EPMD probably, in, in the UK at least, weren't, weren't that uh, well-known. I remember I saw Eric Sermon at Jazz Cafe. I don't remember what year it was, but... um. I remember when he dropped this tune music, he was like, yeah, now here's the one song all the 20 year olds know, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so it's definitely like a generational thing, you know what I'm saying? Like definitely those guys did a lot of work, but unfortunately in music, <clears throat> that shit doesn't last forever, man. No, and that's the other problem where it's like, um, last session we were talking about having a level playing field uh, and, you know, um, it can apply to to music and um what is a shame is someone who hasn't got a back cat catalog thinks they are owed the same amount of respect as someone who has put in years in the game or or time in the game um and not to take any credit from any new artists it's just the ego that comes with it and um the respect that isn't given to like like the forefathers should i say or like the the elders or or people that are like you know should be respected because 
I think it's a common conversation anyway, but in other genres, everyone gets their roses, man. Let's um, start the shit, man. Let's start come. the shit. Chima's going to be on his second beer in a second, I can already tell. Thanks for listening, everybody. It's Thoughts from LA to the UK podcast, joined by Mr. Uwe. That's me. <laughs> Dr. Chima. So uh, don't forget to uh, follow us over at the B3TV UK on Instagram that I don't ever use. Um, so as soon as you guys start following it, maybe I'll start messing with it again. Uh, hit us up at uh, Spotify, Podbean, all you guys out there, wherever you are, iTunes, iHeartRadio, that's what's up. Thanks for the downloads. We hit 60,000 downloads um, last week. Which wow, 60,000. Yeah, not from one show, though, just as a total. Oh, no, yeah, good work, man. Congratulations. On, uh, yeah, that's dope. On Podbean. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. I was happy to see that, man. So, and that's downloads. Yeah. It's not just a stream either, right? That's an achievement. Straight down. It's not let that go over people's heads. Yeah, that's what's up. So I thank you guys for that, man. You guys are a big part of that as well. Actually, probably more <laughs> than I do. Get to watch Chima eat and now <laughs> <laughs> all kinds of shit. So I'm just here pushing buttons and shit. So, um, yeah, let's just uh, get into some news that's not gonna matter next week because you're just not gonna care about it. Um, I was reading this article about Kanye West because I like to keep up with what Kanye's doing since he's no longer uh, a Kardashian. How is he? He's, um, I don't know, man. He asked some, this model was her name, Arena Shake, out mm. to uh, the Balenciaga show with them out here, or not out here, but um, Paris, France, yeah, over in Paris. <clears throat> she curved him hard, man. She was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not trying to go because um, they were kicking it at his birthday um, back, I think, earlier this year. And she was just like, nah, man, I'm not trying to mess with him like that. We're just friends. So. Classic. She was like, I ain't, I ain't down. So um, he was seen photographed with, um, what was it, with Lewis Hamilton, I think it was. And he is just, now he's wearing a, um, what was it, like a cat Bally. mask or some Bally shit? Clover. Oh man, like all over his face. It was uh He's trying to do an MF Doom, but you know. Yeah, pretty yeah. interesting. So um <laughs> <laughs> What the what the fuck like can are there are there eye holes in that thing? I don't think so, man. I think Kanye was just like bruh. Also, also is him. Also, just like, does Lewis Hamilton not look extremely strange as well? Yeah, I was thinking while I was looking at it, I'm like, dude looks like a wax figure at Madame. <laughs> ah, yeah, He's yeah. like Madame Tussauds. <laughs> he didn't even look real, man. I was like, I don't even know what's going on with this picture, man. It's wrong on multiple levels. Bro. I like his jacket, though. I like Kanye's jacket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was what's up. So, I don't know, man. That's, I wish him the best with his new love life whenever it gets kicked off, but is he on is he back on twitter or is he did he leave to, i feel like he's definitely not on it because usually when he's on it like the, i just see bare retweets all the time yeah i don't know i don't know i don't know this is that post was from the yeezy mafia so i don't know what um what was his twitter handle no idea. Was great kanye was i think it might be yay or something like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't know. I don't know um Let's move into the good news then, because we're not even going to remember Kanye. We're going to remember his uh, Twitter handle. How are we going to remember his stories? Nobody cares. I, 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 baby, go ahead. Hit it. Hit it. What's up? One, one of his stories that I saw that I always thought was a bit ridiculous was something like he was wearing Nike socks with, with Adidas. I guess it was Nike socks with Adidas trainers, right? Because he, he, he won't be wearing Nike trainers, giving his... History was Nike, so I think he was wearing Nike socks with Adidas trainers, and people in the in that fashion world got upset by this. You know what I mean? Hey, that bothers me. I won't even. Leave. I, it does bother you, yeah? yeah. I got ready for the gym today, and I had on a blue Nike uh, pants with the white swoosh, and I had on a white 
Nike top with a blue swoosh. But then the shoes that I wanted to wear didn't really match my outfit. So I was like, ah, oh, man, these Adidas, as you call them, <laughs> match perfect. They're the exact- what do you call them? Adidas. Adidas, yeah. So I'm like, the same blue as my whole outfit is rocking in these Adidas. And I, was like, Damn, I can't, that's foul. I can't go to the gym looking like that. Cause I would be talking about myself. <laughs> Not really, but uh, you know, I, I mean, when, when you're at that level and you're a fashion icon of, of sorts, I guess you got to match your brands at least. I disagree, bro. I disagree. hundred percent. I just think if it, if it works in the outfit, then it's fine. I, I wouldn't limit it by a brand that I wouldn't wear like, you know, my uncle's barbecue trainers with like some chinos or some shit, you know, that wouldn't work. But, um, you know, I, I don't have any problem mixing Adidas with Nike. That's, that's calm. Um, but the other thing that annoys me is how as the years have gone by, we're wearing skinnier and skinnier jeans, right? But then for some reason, the, the trainers or the sneakers, depending on where part of the world you're coming from, um, they're like quadruple the size. They're like astronaut shit. So it's just like, like, it's just for those that can't see what I'm doing. It's just like drawing out how out of proportion this outfit would be. It's awful. I used to, <laughs> I used to work with a girl that was real fit and skinny like but she was real skinny legs and then she would have the trainers on just her feet look like like ronald mcdonald shoes man it was wild it's such so bub shit yeah i was like that don't look right girl that don't look right at all <clears throat> yeah man um, uh, yeah so i just wanted to say the last thing we're talking about fashion is am i the only one that finds like basketball trainers slightly ugly like um i find majority like the material and the shine. I think maybe shiny shoes don't do it for me. I'm sorry, Diddy and Mace. But like, um, uh, yeah, I think they, they only work with basketball shorts. And when people try to work, rock them with jeans, <laughs> that don't work either. That's my little pet peeve. I'm just like, why, man? You spent so much on this too. <laughs> That's the other problem. I think I agree with you there, man. A lot of them. Look... So some of them, some of them do look really cool. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Right, but you're right. It's it's rare. Actually, most of them, you know, whenever yeah. I'm looking at the Nike sale, you know what I mean? Like, most of them are super ugly and they're like 270 quid. And you're just like, really, who the fuck buys this shit? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure people that spend 270 quid on shoes buy that shit. And that's where the, that's where the mentality comes. It's like, okay, well, I'm going to put in two categories. You're either following fashion or you've got some obsession with basketball and, um, regardless of fashion you're just committed to like like being a part of that world but that doesn't make it okay to be honest because we love hip-hop for example doesn't mean we love every artist out there but um, yeah, i don't know man artist, trying to find the correlation every artist is different though right whereas like most of the basketball shoes kind of have a similar look about them so yeah that's what i think gives a shit what i think about basketball shoes i don't even play basketball are you are you into basketball trash at basketball i got cut from my freshman team in high school when i was like 16 years old or 15 years old i got cut because i played the years before in like middle school because like everybody could play they had like a a b and c team so everybody got to play and i got to high school and i found out that my basketball game was trash and i got cut shit i called my mom i was crying and shit i was like i gotta come from the team i was like oh man so i took up wrestling that was it for me i never played basketball again man Fuck that. do you, do you watch it are you into it no ironically my friend's dad well he's passed now but he owns uh, the detroit pistons so we used to go to basketball oh, wow. all the time and actually be chilling with you know big shot players but no i, I never really got into it my uncle was actually going to play pro ball, but they messed up his back. But nope. I love I love basketball. I wish I <clears throat> had more time to play it. To be honest. Well, you don't have time for doing a lot, man. You're 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 saving lives. You're playing football. 
Shit, how are you going to dedicate any time to your love life if you're out here saving lives, playing <laughs> football, playing basketball, writing hip-hop and making music videos? You get me. Buying Oculus. Yeah, bro, you are pretty productive. I'll give you that, man. Big up. Kevin Hart up in this motherfucker, bro. Like, always mm. doing some shit, so... No man, just leave the basketball alone, man. Yeah, no, you're right, and that that's why I was like, look, something has to has to stop. So I, but I did pursue it a little bit a few years ago. Yeah, started playing a bit more regularly. Um, but the people I was playing with were like mad toxic. I don't know if that's like a basketball thing, but mm-hmm. um, well, it was in in the outdoors, right? Outdoor courts, or just in? No, indoors. it was indoors. It was indoors. It was like a music industry thing. So it was like, you know, people in the music industry. That competitiveness just went on to the to the yeah, fair it, as well. It, it just wasn't fun. Like people weren't that, but but oh no, Joe, to be fair, I, I've grown a lot as well. This is what I love about team sports, is it really teaches you how to operate in within a team. And I, I think it's like slightly like the London, the London hood, London hood vibes. They're very, you know what I mean? They're not very friendly. You know what I'm saying? A bit hostile, it is, isn't it? it yeah. A lot of hostility, especially towards someone like me who, uh, you know, they, they don't understand me. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, am I American? You know, Americans obviously can hear that I'm not American, but to them, like, that's their, their closest point of reference. So, and and they don't like... What, like, just by coming from Oxford? No, like, like my, well, obviously, did, like... Did you have a background somewhere no, else? No, my 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 accent, for oh, one. Accent, because he sounds like... um. Damn, what's that rapper's name? Oh, right down, shit, I can't remember his I name. I want to know this now, man. Don't God, forget. Damn, it's going to drive me crazy now. It's not Post Malone. What's the dude's name? God damn. No, it's, not, it's definitely not Post Malone. No, man. I was but like, yeah, obviously, I listen to a lot of American hip-hop. I have a lot of American hip-hop mannerisms. You know what I'm saying? Like, Yeah, but I think that is... That American influence, in, they influence the world through media, right? Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so you're, yeah, and yeah. yeah, no, I get it. But no, I was just curious to know, did you live somewhere else? Yeah. I, lived in Scot- I lived in Scotland till 1996. 90, That's why my accent is strange. It's slightly Scottish. Have you taken I, it off? Take what the, off? The, the, the thickness of the Scottish accent. No, no, no. You should. I moved here when I was like ten, so, so yeah. shit just comes away, man. You know what I mean? You of just... course it does. Because I've got a friend from. Okay, from sorry, Scotland. Action Bronson, bro. I mean, Action Bronson. You know what? I'll accept that. I'll accept that. I don't know He's what got it a was. sick voice. He's yeah, got sick voice. To his interview, I was like, he talked like Chima, man. But like, <laughs> like, if you say Action Bronson's voice, then we have to mention Ghostface. Of then. course, Ghostface. Ghostface Killer is one of the greatest of all times, man. I'll take that. I will take that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I am so happy with that comparison. Like, I have no issue with it whatsoever. You know what I mean? I think Action Bronson spits like how Ghostface sounds when he talks and spits. But when Action Bronson talks, he's himself. That's what I've I've identified because when you watch his uh, it's uh, fucking delicious, or whatever it's called. His his food program, um, you know, that's when it's like you don't sound like Ghostface now, man. Like what happened here? But you know, that's the beauty of when someone can sound as they talk. I find that really cool. I think that's the same with you as well, though. You sound like how you sound when you're speaking is how you sound like when you speak. Okay. I find it anyway. Yeah. Obviously, it might be like if if you're spitting faster or whatever that that's the only difference but um you know you might not be talking as fast but yeah i don't know man i i didn't put i didn't put action runs into it but uh yeah i also was quite intrigued how people were like so so like so like made so made your your difference so prominent like like you know is everyone yeah i i'm just trying to put myself in your shoes trying to see how it was like the courts are definitely competitive and by no like i can't put my hand up and say i was ill at it but i loved it and i love and i love just like you, you know, around it well i can a little yeah a little bit I, i'm not great at bouncing the ball but i'm good at being in a team <laughs> did you say bouncing the ball <laughs> yeah 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 but i can score i can score um dribbling 
Yeah, clearly with the terminology I'm using. I'm yeah, not, I'm the, not, the, the, the terminology is not filling me with confidence. I can, <laughs> I can score. I can score. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Naz just be yeah. poking up under the hoop the whole time, cherry picking like a motherfucker. He ain't. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would dribble like a little bitch. Like, um, I played with some 16 year old kid, man, a couple of years, maybe about almost eight, nine years ago when I first moved here over by my house in Woking. And there was just a, there was a, a court out by the house. Man, these little kids ran the shit out of me, man. I was playing with these kids. I was like, yeah, come on. I played it like, yeah, this American guy wants to go play some basketball with us, man. I was like, and this dude was like 6'2", oh, Indian wow. guy. I think he was probably about 15 years old. I was like, man, you're still growing, man. That is wild. You're going to be huge when you get, when you get older. Yeah. I, funny you say that. I actually played maybe a week or two ago with some oh. kids. And um, and yeah, man, I didn't realize how out of breath I was. I used to play a little bit with my boys um, in college and uni. They were obsessed with it, like all the and one mixtapes and all of that. I used to watch all of that too with them and used to love it. Um, but yeah, it's only really because of them I, I used to have some interest in it. And um, and my brother, when we were younger, he used to wake up every Saturday morning, man, wake me up too. He used to just watch it on Channel 4, I think it was back then. Um, but yeah, I'm not really into it, but uh, I, I really enjoy it when I play, you know. That's, yeah, that's what game. I yeah. yeah, it's a great game. That's why, um, uh, you know, I take interest to it. But yeah, I'll get thrashed any day. <laughs> so. <laughs> right but, on. Let's, um, I got a lot of beats to get to today. And I'll tell you uh, why yeah. I got a lot of beats is because I didn't know if your ass was going to send the beats. Okay. Uh, I pulled your ass when I was saying like last week. I was like, make sure I get the beats and shit in a timely fashion. Naz was like, fuck that shit, motherfucker. I send the beats when I send them, motherfucker. <laughs> so I came up with multiple beats, and I like doing it anyway. So I'm and and I also feel as I'm sitting here doing all this earlier that I I gotta speak on some of the beats just because mm. reason why I pick certain beats and there's a reason you know I I just wanna. I just like to talk, you know, so fuck it, man. That's what the podcast is about. So um, no. should we just skip the good news? Richard Branson went to space. Do we want to talk about that right quick? About uh, Is that good news? I mean, it's good. Yeah, you love space. You love aliens. Yeah, yeah. and he's, he's he basically one step closer to commercializing. So, you know, Vaughn's loving that shit. Well, it's good for the space travel industry and us getting us off this marble I mean, there's no industry just the yet. Aliens, but... finally, finally, yeah. we'll find the aliens. Find the aliens. I think we have to shut the 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 flat earthers up once and for all before we start worrying about ET and shit. Once we can say, "Look, you see this shit," shut the fuck up. Once we can do that, then we can start. <laughs> worrying about but once we can have an alien uh, host on your podcast, that's when we we're onto something, and that's the milestone. So we will reach that one. We're one step close to reaching that, basically. I don't think they'll be coming here first, but um, yeah, if they do, that's what's up, man. That'd be awesome. <laughs> um, so beats. I've got one, two, three, four beat battles. Three of mine, and the one that you sent me um, direct. So, um, I'm trying to think of where to start. <laughs> Go with first. Um, I know what I'll go with first. So what I'll do is I'll let um, Chima go first, and then we'll let Naz go. Uh, I'll announce who the artists are, but I won't tell you who the track is um, or what the track is, because I feel like you'll have like a preconceived notion going on if you start saying, oh, it's going to be Naz and Illmatic, and you know, you'll know you already know what's coming. So, No, good show. And you know what I'm saying. So, um, yeah, let's get this. Get into it. I'm going to do, do Snoop and Dr. Dre first, which is actually kind of weird, but we'll see what happens, man. Let's see what happens. Bring that beat back, man. Is that volume all right? Bring that beat back, man. Y'all want to hear that beat, right? One, yeah. one, two. Uh, <laughs> I'm serious, dude. What's up? Hey, baby, hey, baby. And again, we have to try and make sure that we get the beats that are kind of in the same time frame and sound. 
with so much drama in the end. It's kinda hard being a Snoop Dogg or Double G, but I somehow, some way, keep coming up with funky ass shit like every single day. May I kick a little something for the G's and make a few ends as I breeze through two in the morning and the party still jumping 'cause my mama ain't home. I got bitches in the living room getting it on and they ain't leaving till six in the morning. So what you wanna do? Shit, I got a pocket full of rubbers and my homeboys do too. So turn off the lights and close the door. But for what? We don't love them hoes. Yeah. So we gon' smoke a ounce to that. G's up, hoes down. Why you never get the bounce to that? Lay back. So you you know that both Dre right? Is a both Dre? Yeah. That's what I was saying. It's like it's kind of like how the Jay Electronica album started when you got Jay Z rapping on his opening track. So yeah, I always say my piece too often. I got the same confused face as Chima. <laughs> I mean, so what are we judging this battle here right now? Judging, that, off, judging it, off, well, I mean, off the song, beat. songs in their totality, obviously, are two totally different. Songs. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. One is Dre, but Snoop starts on the, the Dre track. Yeah, but yeah, I, but they're both Dre productions, right? Yeah, like Doctor Dre produced Gin and Juice. That's fine. That's fine that he that he produced both the beats, but I just want to compare the beats. It's not. Yeah, about yeah. Who, okay, yeah, yeah. No problem. No problem. Who yeah. Produced it. I mean, it's not a and I thought we were going instrumentals only. What happened here with the? Oh vocals? man, we because we last week we said sometimes you know it's the artists <laughs> and the lyrics that make the track. Yeah. So it's like I, th this one's easy to me though. This one right, for me cool. it's easy. Fire. Like, no competition. For me, uh, nothing but a G thing. Smashes, smashes to pieces. Gin and juice. Hmm. You know, there's a lot of records that they've done, a lot, and a lot of them are good. But the two that really stand out are the two that you played to me. So when you played it to me, I was just like, oh yes, you know, like in my head, I was like, I wonder what the next beat is, because this one is my shit. But then nothing but G thing is too, and I don't know. I think nothing but G thing has. Uh, has a stronger impact for some whatever reason. I don't know why it does put you in the right mood, but then those that gin and juice track, man, and the bass, and then just like you know Snoop doing his thing of just just so elegantly just flowing through it, um, does it for me. Yeah, that beat really. I really like the gin and juice beat, but if I was put like a gun to my head i might have to go nothing but g thing too as well actually i think for me the g thing beat i guess if i heard them right now would i like it better i don't know and the reason i think that i like it better is because that song was so fucking impactful back then in 90 shit five six or something like that oh like gin and juice um no 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 but you think you think you think okay the, yeah anything from the chronic album period like i sat here for half an hour trying to decide which which track yeah 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 that like, album was fire bro. it was ridiculous classic it, classic classic it's like one of the biggest hip-hop albums or, or records uh albums ever so yeah. i was struggling with it you know which one to put up against that track but i think because it has such a cultural impact that the whole album that i like g thing better and just the energy was so smooth and the video that that was when we really started to tie in our music video with our hip-hop i think because before it was just ass shaking two live crew you know bitches at the pool that kind of stuff you know and this is when they really started to elevate the track i think to the video i i don't remember the video for g g thing was that the one where it starts off and the, and then she goes I'm hey switching. yeah hey dre i heard you i heard your new album mr bomb and uh, then and then uh and they're in the house it must be um 
<clears throat> I forgot that bit, but I remember yeah, he yeah, yeah, cussed yeah, out yeah. by his mum and then he leaves. Yeah. This is DJ Charmaine Champagne. And this is your Chronic Dive Radio Morning, Station. Oh no, this is the G thing video. Oh, you made gin and juice. When he asked them to loan me five dollars and they leave. No, no, you don't know. Oh, man, over here paying up that damn couch. We had that damn couch for 20 years. Uh -huh. Should have kept the plastic on. And this one, Snoop Doggy Dog, need to get a jobby job. And boy, take care of the house while I'm gone. Clean up your room. Don't, don't, don't. I don't want to be fast. Is that you playing the, the, that song in the background, or is that part of the video? Oh, it's it's the video. I mean that. And don't be messing with the eight track. Loan me five. Oh yeah, homeboy at home. Right, right, right. So that's that's why I think it might have been for me. Like G thing was just so like we're seeing lowriders in the videos, and you know you're living. So, in LA. I'm confused. Which one have you voted for? Because I feel like we we're going back and forth. Which one have you Dr. like? Uh, he's talking about nothing but a G thing. Yeah, G thing. You so you were voting for G thing, yeah? I think we're all on the same page on that one. Okay, cool, cool. Yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, so let me move into the next beat. I'll do two of mine, and then we'll do the one that you sent me, Naz. Um, well, send you two, but clearly one didn't make the cut. Well, no, 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 the two, <laughs> the two, the two that you sent me. You know. Okay. Yeah. I tried to do them within the same year. This is what I got for you. This one's most deaf in the roots, and this is probably one of my favorite tracks by one of these artists. So it's kind of a wash for me automatically, but no matter what I think. Chop, chop. Son of vocals up. Chop, chop. Chop, chop. Even more, even more. Chop, chop. Body rocket don't stop. Chop, chop. Best stop. Do or die, stay fly. Listen, babe. Dude's too ugly to be the champ in the language we can clearly understand. Shabazz, Bay is the man, but the without a single fan. High ground and circus still stay feet stand. Not a chance. Heavens advance, so we advance with the advancement. Enhancement, no robotic enhancement. Flow handsome, huddle the kitchen, put the fire plug the pig fit. Thick skin, rich color, hard body, crushed butter. Rougher than leather from Aralita and thunder. Warm winters and cold summers. King Michael and Obama. And yes, y'all, you are now in tune to the sound of the legendary foundation. Stop what you're doing and set it in motion. It's the next movement. Stop what you're doing and set it in motion. It's the next movement. We got the ha-ha music, the ha-ha music. Fuck off, we stepping on flames? Damn. All right, I'll go first. I mean, I love most stuff and almost everything that motherfucker do, but that Roots track is just impossible to beat. Listen, Black Thor. Oh, that guy is too special. Like, you know, yeah, I give most stuff props. He's up there, definitely on the top with me too. Um, with uh, with your, I'm with you there, but like Roots or Black Thought alone, because I think Black Thought really made that thing special. The way he was just coming in and out of it. Um, if we were to strip him out of it, I don't know how good that beat would be. To be honest with you, it is. It's, it's jammy. It gets you moving, but how he dips in and out of the beat, it's like like we said before, it's next level percussion and like. That was how that was just a union. Um, second beat for me too. 
and I'm just kicking myself because I don't actually, I don't really know the track. Like, which album was that from? That's from Things Fall Apart, man. That's ridiculous. Oh, then clearly I've just got memory loss then because I'm, I'm familiar with that album. <laughs> um, yeah, beautiful. What are you saying, Chima? I mean, <clears throat> again, for me, it's not even close. And that's not to this, the other tune. Uh, to me, uh, to me, that that the next movement hit the instrumental. To me, that's just it's perfection, man. Do you know what I mean? I was gonna intro the show with that song, and I was like, oh, I really want to put it into a beat battle, though. But I couldn't do, find do, anything do, to really do, fuck with it. Do, do, do. Oh man, it's that's just funny. like I'm. I'm just surprised, like, like that. It's not a bigger tune than it is, because when I hear that, I just go, "Wow, that that that's just amazing." I don't even know who produced that. I guess it's just, it's like a live roots rendition, right? Mm. That's how they do the video. So they're playing all their instruments and they're like in some room or something like that, I think. Yeah. Oh, oh Jazzy Jeff's on it. I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sick, yeah. For me, that is the, you know, the, the other one's cool. It reminds me a bit of uh, Monkey Island. Uh, but uh, the next movement for me, it, just beat wise. And completely agree with everything you're saying about Black Thought. Absolutely incredible MC, man. Uh, smashes it, smashes it. Um, but for me, just the, that next movement beat, you know what I mean? It's just so smooth, so well produced. That's the word I was thinking was smooth, and then you said it, man, because that's, yeah, that's, that's what's up. Man, Roots came to Detroit one summer that when that album was out. Fuck, I think they were in Detroit like maybe almost three times in like two years. I think I had access to roots they were like them de la and tribe were like on tour at like little venues little like bars you know not at a concerts like fucking q-tip and them standing like right in front of you and shit like wow. that it was fucking wild man it was yeah, wild. yeah. Wow, that must be mad wild i remember going to um it was souls of mischief and mm. a la soul was there I, I know it was souls of mischief and tribe and uh, it was at this little nightclub in Pontiac, uh, right up the road from my house. And this dude, I was in the back of the crowd. There's like a dance floor and then there's a stage. And this, this brother comes up, he's like, I'm going right to the front. What's up, what's up, I'm going right to the front. I'm like, man, I'm right behind you, dog, go. <laughs> I ain't stopping you, I'm pushing you forward. So we went all the way up to the front, man. We was just right at stage side. And um, I think that was the Midnight Marauders concert so that probably was like 93 94 some shit like that wow yeah yeah that was that was a legit show um all right moving on we're all picking all the same beats man that, that last one was was a wash for sure um this is naz submission for the week mr ooey's submission for the week ll cool j who Dr. Chima Anya says should not be <laughs> nominated for the Hall of Fame of Rock and Roll <laughs> and Biggie Smalls. Oh, okay. It was all I'm at the Buckers. I saw you with your man, smiling, huh? A coach bag in your hand. I was laying in the coop with my hat turned back and caught eyes for a moment, and that was that. So I skated off as you strolled off, looking at them legs. Goddamn, they look so soft. I gotta take it from your man, that's my mission. If his lovers really got to handle competition, you only knew it five months. Besides, you drink too much and smoke too many blunts. And I be working out every day, thinking about you. Looking at my own eyes in the rear view. Catch a flashbacks of an eye contact. Wish I could lay you on your stomach and caress your back. I would hold you in my arms and ease your fears. I can't believe it. I ain't had a crush in years. Hey, love. Nah. <laughs> How can you put these two up against each other, bro? <laughs> do you know what? Do you know what's crazy as well, right? Uh, Kanye hates this song. What? No, what? He might, no, he might not hate the song, but I remember him like going on a rant about how this beat is not is not a cold beat. And that's when I, I first, one of the first times I looked at him sideways. Really? I, I was like, how can you say this shit is not fire? All right, hold on a sec. Let me let me give my two cents first then. 
and then Chima, and then Mr. Nasty Ooey. All right, so um, for me, when I was listening to them and putting them together and thinking about the beats, it felt like I was listening to them more from a sample standpoint and not from a beat standpoint. Uh, really interesting point. Yeah. Okay. So when I played the second one, I was like, all right, this ain't really a beat. It's more, it's a, this is a puffy special. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe you're coming, you're coming, sounds like you're coming from the same angle Kanye was coming from. Okay. Maybe. That's why I wanted to stop you because I, I hadn't heard that. So I didn't want to say, okay, I, I agree. So I wanted to give my two cents on it because I kind of had a feeling that that may have been where he was going. Directly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So I kind of agree with him. So you can look at me sideways now too, which you probably have been doing that anyway. But it's a bomb track. It's not, I can't fault it. And it's, it's like the, the, the Dr. Dre track. Like this encapsulates 1990, you know, music. And when it came out, it was that time and everything you can attach to this smooth, you know, suave. This is when they started ruin hip hop for like the, the New York, like Rough Rider, the D, what was, what was that? Das Effects type dudes with the Tims on and shit, cause you had to be suave now. You had to be cool cause you know, Biggie made it different. You couldn't beat a, a roughneck anymore and still get, get laid. Well, I mean, you could, but it was easier for some, for a different demographic. So for me, I mean, if we picking it based off of who had the coldest sample, then I had to go with the second one. Cause I'm never was really a big boys to men fan. I always thought they was kind of pussy, but that's just me. Chima, uh, go. <laughs> Um, all right. So, yeah, I mean, I think it's obvious uh, for me, Biggie, the Biggie track wins hands down. I, I don't really buy into this argument that. So, for example, have you heard the sample for nothing but a G thing on its own? Yeah, honestly, it's you need to a keyboard is the most. No. basic. No, 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 no. Play no. it. Play it right now. Go, look it up on on yeah. uh, on thingy. Right? All right. Play the sample for nothing but a G thing. Right. And and then get the acapella of nothing but a G thing. Just just put it in Google. Nothing but a G thing. Oh, sample. you mean the original? Yeah, yeah. I kind oh, of. Oh, I want I want to do something freaky to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah, play it. Okay, hold on. Can you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. I really like this one as well. All right, so let's so let's stop like that. It's just a loop. It's just a loop. Right. So so that that argument that that says that you can't loop up some incredible piece of music and it not be a sick beat, I I, I don't buy into it. Like because nothing but that means he must not like DJ Premier as well then or someone who chops it up on the NPC. Um, nah, I get nah, it because they, nah, to the extent that they go because they jack the whole shit. Like they yeah, didn't yeah. flip it. They yeah, didn't yeah. Flip how, it. how much of it you took though and made a sample out of how much of it? Because like um yeah. what does it end? Nothing but G thing is the whole there's nothing. It's yeah. It's just the um that West Coast that's in that that's in that song. If you listen later in that song, that line is there as well. Nah, no. Note for notes. Note for note. Go listen to the whole thing after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Later in the Yes, mad long. It's a long song, but later that line comes in. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, yeah. Right at the end, I think actually that drops in. Um, yeah, yeah. No, sorry, carry on. Yeah. I'm, so, I'm so, so, so for me, because that's what that's an Isley Brothers, fucking sample in it. Jeez. Yeah. Come on, I love Isley Brothers, man. Fuck me, bro. I was when I was picking it, I was. I went and played the Isley version too because I was gonna touch face and I was like, okay, let's see how much you really catted this track. And I was like, okay, so the little like sprinkles and sparkles that is all he's add removed from the beat, and then probably put the bass velocity of the bass up a bit, like they all do on on these samples, because um, the same for nothing but a G thing. Actually, no, the bass is more prominent in the original sample. I think that yeah. So like, um, but most definitely for Big Pop, um, Big Papa, 
just is hitting a bit harder and took away some of the melodic and soulful stuff. Yeah, so the bass was what was happening back then. Everybody had subs in their trunk. You mm. know, all about Low end theory shit. Yeah, you know, you had to you had to turn the bass up, otherwise I wasn't even bumping your shit. Like in that car, <laughs> not in the car. You know, it's, I can listen to it at the house, but you know, I want to listen to my music loud in the car. If you don't have that bass beat, then shit ain't happening. So, all right. Um, so let's get to this last one. Now I know I'm. I already can tell where Chima's energy's been all night. Like, well, what's that supposed to mean? I just keep it no, real, no, bro. You know, before we even hear like two notes, he's like, "Yeah, oh, come on." <laughs> <laughs> Simon Cowell, shit. Not everyone. Like, I, I can't with these guys. What the fuck's going on? I'll be back. So, um, but I really, when I when I was trying to find something to put up against this first track which was Little Kim, and then I, I heard the second one, which was Mob Deep, and I was thinking, if I play the Mob Deep one first, I think it's going to have a different impact, and kind of the same with the Biggie LL one. I think I should have flipped those. I know it wouldn't have mattered, probably, <laughs> pick. but when you hear it, because you already know so, what you're listening to, and then you hear the new one, you're like, oh, yeah, no, fuck that. This was way better. So you Yeah, can- yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, I, I'm still a bit confused, Did, but... Oh yeah, you picked uh, uh, Big Papa. Naz, wh- which one did you go for? Yeah, you didn't ask me. Um, Bad, I, I just covered it. Nice, cool. Uh, just for the shock factor, I did LL for Chima, by the way. And uh, and um, <laughs> but I did have some method to my madness. I tried to bring out quite chart filling, impactful songs uh, that came at the same time, and you know, had MTV Bass as a kid. A love was always on, Big Papa was on too. So that's why the correlation between them was 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 why I picked the two. But yeah, Big Papa all the way through, man. But I did like um I do like the soulful smoothness of Pose to Men, man. I can't front. I like my soulful shit. So, you know, I can't strip off Boys to Men from it. I think they make the song something special. Mm. Um LL obviously listening to it now, it's just cringe. Man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was listening and now laughing. Uh, but <laughs> what I could relate to it at the time was like, yeah, my man's riding a, bike, a bicycle and getting gal. And, you know, my man's got a Mercedes and he's still like on top of him. And, you know, I was like, that shit it just reminded me when I was a kid and thinking how I could relate to LL a little bit because I had a bike as well. <laughs> But like, um, when it comes to like judging it sonically, come man, Isley Brothers, third day, eighth day, and uh, Big Papa, even the way he, he's t- um, coming on the mic, like vocals, Biggie always always comes with it smooth, and LL is supposed to be known as Mr. Smooth, and he duppies him on his own shit, so like, Biggie on top, so yeah, I agree. Which all right, brings so we, us to our next, yeah. yeah we, we all went for Big Papa then. We went for Big Papa. Today's been an interesting one so far. They've been very one-sided. Yeah. I, mean, I think the Dre Snoop one was, was probably the closest one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think you're right. Yeah, I mean, I had I had some other tracks that I wanted to put, but I, those are the ones I went with. Anyway, um, this little Kim track has got, um, this is off her first album, Hardcore. And it's got um, Junior Mafia on it. And then I go, the second was Mob Deep. Ready to die, great. No if ands are made. I'm not your average lady. Put that on my creative. Me and my bitch catch flights to Texas. Niggas call us Crystal and Alexis. Fucked into some hoes that be in Houston, Houston. Trunk full of Donna Karen and the rental of Baron. Uh, who was? We just swerving in the dark blue suburban. Drinking bourbon with Heineken's for the chaser. Police are never chasers. We too fly for that. Protected, fingerprinted. We too down for that. I'll be certain for certain. Wearing short skirts, but ain't no fixing certain. See, that's the difference between me and other bitches. They fuck to get their bitches. I fuck the bust nut, little trim, not a slut. I got a reputation to look out for. Plus, my boss is an outlaw. Look at everybody's face. 
<laughs> my man's like, I, I know what I know what energy team was on tonight. <laughs> what the fuck? What I will say though is well done again, Vaughn, because that was a very mob deep esque beat that she was rapping on. Exactly. That's what I was saying, because that beat was tight, man. But you can't you just can't pull out shit coins. And, and and you know what I mean? Come on, man. Like you know that. You know that. You know that that, that Joe, I'm not sure there's is is there a beat that can beat shook ones in a battle? I, I, don't, um, I really like Quiet Storm, and I also like Temperatures Rising uh, a lot. Amazing, amazing, but yeah. shook, but can they really beat shook ones though? If you're yeah, but about... they they shook ones part two took over everything, didn't it? Like dominated it. Um, yeah, I don't think there's a beat that can beat shook shook ones. Not a beat. There's not a beat. Smell a fucking challenge. <laughs> That's gonna I'm be thinking, you know. Yeah. I'm really you got me thinking, and I can't I, like that. I can't find one. That's, That's my weekly sure. challenge. I'm not picking any more beats now until I find a beat that you will at least say, I maybe, <laughs> maybe. Bro, 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 listen to how it starts. Then I know, the, I the know. Weird, the you weird, you know, sounds like you know the story behind that. I don't know. They no, actually I don't know. used the cooker, bro. They used the cooker was in oh. the. They were oh. cooking shit in the background oh, that, and making oh, that wow. beat. That beat's got even sicker to me now. I didn't even yeah. realize that. That sound, and then like, what? It's like a pitch down piano. Dun, 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 dun. And then the, the drums. I always thought that was a guitar. I think it's a piano. They, they pitched it down. Ah. We have, we've not even started talking about the lyrics, you know what I mean? We've not even talked, but like, just the beat. Oh, and there's like a rumble as well, that works so yeah. well in it as well. Yeah. Nah, bro. Like that beat. That put the headphones on, because for this, these last, this last battle beats, I had to have you really get all the sounds in your head. Where the speakers and weren't gonna probably give it to you the same unless you were what a, what a beat man what a beat what a beat yeah yeah that beat was so um cool. okay so I think we've all really gave our answer <laughs> I'm picking a little Kim beat <laughs> <laughs> I'm picking it because it's such an, an an immense underdog beat I mean it's the last track on her album. Most people would have probably maybe they even heard this shit before, right? I, I gotta admit, I hadn't heard it before. So. This is the one, this I, is I the dopest track like what it is. whole fucking album. What's and it called? Fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> oh, fuck you, man. It's the last shit on her first CD. And it was fine. the one, like the pink case. With this yeah, with her and the little, on the little. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I was looking for it now because my brother had it. Look what I'd found. <laughs> The single. So wait, wait, don't judge me. Boys to men. Oh. Which one is that? The LL Cool J one. No, no, Four Seasons. Was that an album or was that a single? No, Four Seasons of Loneliness. The song, the 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 single. Oh, it's the single. Okay. Yeah, that's not mine though. <laughs> no, that was my bros. Can you imagine? Uh, can you imagine like going out and buying that as a single? <laughs> I know, man. <laughs> This was underrated. Infamy. Infamy. Yeah. yeah. I didn't re I didn't really listen to it. All, all I know is that's the one that had burn, right? Yeah, it had burn. Burn was a was a mad one. And it was double disc, man. Um not double disc. It was just had like had sorry, it had like 18 tracks and shit. And it had Ron Isley on it too. That's crazy. Um and whatever happened to Noid? Sorry, I'm taking this completely off course, but um He was sick. I, I liked his style. Yeah. Yeah, the learning, yeah, burn because yeah. Noid was on that, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, my gut spitting. Um, I always thought their Hey Love was a version of their version of Hello Kuja's Hey Lover. Now, nah, their version is so much, so much better. I remember that that's the one with 112 in it. Yeah, I quite like that. <laughs> yeah, that I, is. It had the Scarface sample, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, it did. It, it was the what the guitar. Nah, they're like, what is it a guitar? Sorry, I don't think everything's a guitar. 
I don't know if it's a guitar. It's hard to describe it right now. Yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. Um, but just so I'm on track of what you're saying as well, like uh, I'm definitely going with Mob D. If you, if I didn't make myself clear, Mob Dibbity. Now there's no one that's not going to go with Mob Dibbity. I think I'm not going with Mob D. My first crush. Uh, that now that's a beat. That's a beat. We should put that. Oh, in you want to hear something really weird? I'm in that music video. Are you serious? What? <laughs> Are you serious, Vaughn? I've known you all this time, and you this is only now you're telling me you were in Yo, this is bragging rights. This is bragging rights, man. I forget <laughs> Marvel. Forget uh, yeah, forget uh, Horizon Dawn. <laughs> forget all that shit. You, I, you can't even see me though, really. I had like I have to I'll try and find the video. Oh, we can't see you. Oh man. I had like a bandana on my head and shit. It was funny as fuck because I was <laughs> <laughs> let me see if I can pull it up. But um I've only oh, my days <laughs> or YouTube and all that stuff. But um that's that's actually legendary, bro. I can't believe all this time you've not you've not dropped that into conversation. Um and uh I found a picture of Vaughn when he was younger as well. Teeth sweat. He's still in the game. He did a versus the other day, didn't he? Bro, how, how? It's you're 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 quite unique. There's not that many people that are that deep into UK hip hop who also would have Boys to Men and Keith Sweat CDs. Do you know what I mean? Don't let me start my Motown shit, bro. No, 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 no. But Motown is Motown is like that's so. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's more it's wider, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. But like that's Keith Sweat and and Boys to Men singles as well. Four Seasons of Love. <laughs> shit, I'm gonna have to go like rob a bank just to like. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. I, re- I I respect it. I wish more music listeners were more open minded. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, especially, man. I hear especially, especially from our generation, it was like yeah. Next, Boys to Men. Next to this is Boys to Men. Low key, key to the game three. That's that's good though. That's the way it should be, man. Yeah, for real. Oh shit! You know you brought out Lil Kim and you didn't bring out this lady right here. I was what I was gonna do was a Foxy Brown, but I figured I'm like, that's just like. Nah, you no. What you did was sick though, because that wasn't very. It was good. It was good. I didn't want. You should have picked like a. a, Because I felt that was more of a mid-tier Mob Deep sounding beat. You know what I mean? Like an eye for an eye or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, mm. not one not one of their cold, hard, international <laughs> smashes that have lasted 30 years kind it's of like, song. It's like pulling out Thriller up against like uh, Prince's Controversy or some shit. You know, you, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't really fair on the little Kim joint. You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt that the Little Kim track was so strong. Oh wow! Okay, that it could at least be in the conversation as okay. That's a good ass beat, but there's no way that it could it could compare. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna play this in the gym tonight. Exactly. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna listen to it like because obviously over Zoom it's not as impactful. I've got my headphones on. It's not as impactful, but it's even, still over the yeah. It's over some bandwidth, man. Yeah, but gotta, I, like really give it some. But I was listening to it, and I was thinking, it, like, it does sound cool, but yeah, I'm gonna. No, it's not. It's not gonna beat my beat. No, but out of respect to like to the to the graft um, and your efforts of putting it in this, uh, I'm gonna give it a go. Like like anything, I, I'd like to be challenged, um, especially with the music. Um, I'm sorry, I just keep going through my stuff, bro. This brought back memories. Like, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that on uh, vinyl. Wow. Let me clear my throat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then um, Mace sampled it, right? And it it wasn't a very different time that it came out. When did it come out? Uh, You know, like, um, it made me feel so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Let Me Clear My Throat had the same intro. Yeah. Is that sampled from anything? Yeah. That's that's cool in the gang, isn't it? Yes, that's it. Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hollywood. Yeah. yeah, that was in uh, the San Andreas uh, soundtrack. And uh, not Get Short, but the part two of Get Short. The, fil- the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> they yeah. were in the film at the end, which I found pretty cool. Um, oh, man. Yeah. Have, I, you found, have you found yourself yet, Vaughn, with your bandana? 
Oh, uh, you know. Yeah, so we're waiting. I'm looking at the video, and it's like, um, because I haven't seen this in like 25 years, man. So forever since I looked at this shit, and it was, um, yeah, he was in the video of try again. He wasn't in the video of. <laughs> no, it's like this this bullshit, you know. Wait, wait, is that you? In the... oh, hold on, what are you dancing? You on the right. Okay, see, this is why you know that I never mentioned the shit. Because as soon as you said, is that you dancing? It's like, we can't talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. I'm going to go. No, that's, that's, dope. Anyway. that's dope, bro. If you were a dancer, why would you be? Oh, a... I wasn't no dancer, though. But that's the thing, though. See, what happened? Yo, he ain't no dancer. He was just two-stepping like a G, I was okay? There, man. I was like, I was at, I was working at Cellular One. I was selling these little pussy-ass mobile phones, you know, at a little kiosk in the mall. And my agent's like, I need you to go to downtown Detroit, go to this audition for a music video for a singer called Aaliyah. At the time, I didn't know who the fuck Aaliyah was, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was asking the girl at the next door, I was like, I'm going to go on some audition for some girl named Aaliyah. Who is she? She goes, Aletta? Aletta Adams? I'm like, no, I don't think that's it. So get down there, and they got this table set up. And they got a camera like up in the corner of the room, like up on this high tripod. And they're like, yeah, we need you to dance and act like you're making love to the camera. There's no music. <laughs> There's no music. But this is the audition. This is the audition. Wow. And they're like, all right, can you come down to this thing tomorrow? We ain't gonna pay you, but you know, $50. And I was like, all right. Oh my God. Go ahead, do that this. is hilarious, man. Yeah, so this is one of those things that just gets. But it's cool. It's a bro, cool bro, story. I, I would leave that on my CV forever. I don't care. Yeah, man. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. I was in the Aaliyah "If Your Girl Only Knew" video. That was one of my first jobs. So that That's was probably sick. 95, 94? 95. something like that. Damn, son. In '94, I don't remember. Anyway, um. Did you did you meet did you meet her? Did you get to talk to her? What was it like? Did it? Yeah, it was like she was just one of their type things, you know. It's like I did a, a music video. My last actually, I did a video right before I left Detroit for uh, Eminem with uh, uh, sick. Obi Trice. He was yeah. Obi Trice, and um, he was there. Name no yeah, man. And I, he's got. Fucking walking around on set with a mask or not a mask, but like a fake beard on and shit, you know, because he didn't want people to know who he was and stuff. So it's like you're there and they're there, but you're not. Yeah, no, I can imagine there must be some sort of etiquette around it. Like a lot of times, like when you're on set doing like acting and stuff, they don't want you talking to the principal actors. You get fired. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. yeah. Fired. Don't, don't, talk to, don't talk to the talent. Don't talk to the talent. Exactly. You can't even look at them. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fired. Yeah. I was on a set. I, with Eddie Murphy once and it was a night shoot and like I looked over and I was off the set and he was standing right next to me and shit and I was like this is awkward as fuck because <laughs> he had this look like you know I, what do you say to Eddie Murphy you know like yeah, yeah. something funny but I was gonna sound stupid yeah, and he yeah. kind of looking at me like I'm crazy so I don't want to <laughs> say nothing so but, I yeah I used to work as a production coordinator and I was in the I was in the same room as um, Penelope Cruz, J-Lo, and Beyonce just trying to act cool and shit. Like, <laughs> I wouldn't know. No. And like, uh, um, what yeah, the it was fuck? backstage. What, what event was that, bro? It was a charity event, but it was held in Twickenham, and it's called Change for Life. I don't know mm. if they're still doing it. And I was part of the, um, the production team working with them. And uh, it was quite early on in my media stuff. I kind of moved away from it a little while after, and I just stopped doing freelance work and went into like more structured, regimented shit. But like, uh, I did do that for a few years. And um, yeah, man, that was quite surreal. And then obviously, like, John did Legend they, and all of them. Did they not Sorry? have security around then? Yeah, I was, yeah, yeah. But I'm obviously like working there. Uh -huh. So I'm backstage. So, um, so yeah. Um, and like, handing over like, their their notes and shit for the, what they're gonna read out during the ceremony. So um crazy yeah that kind of shit. Yeah so Wait, it's like yeah before, composure. Was, this, was this before camera phones? <laughs> no I had an iPhone 4. I had oh, an shit. iPhone 4. Oh shit but 
also wanted to keep my job. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, 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 yeah. Bro, at one point I pulled my phone out, yeah. Yeah. Uh, to, like to get a snap of Beyonce. She was literally <laughs> like a meter away from me. Yeah. Bro, I just pulled my phone out. No, I had my phone out. I didn't even like pull it out. Yeah. And then the guys were like they were about to kill me, bro. Yeah, I didn't even yeah, like go out like ready to jump on me. And he's just like like basically there's no proof of me doing anything wrong, but they're already like, you're guilty. Like, don't you dare. <laughs> I was like I used to work at the Beverly Hills Hotel. That's like a strict no photo place. Mm. That's part of the allure to these celebrities to go there was for that reason. And um, I forget what actress it was. Maybe it was Selma Hayek, I think, was there. And somebody was taking pictures of her getting out of her car at the, you know, at the valet in the front. And security chased this guy for like... (laughs) half a mile and got his camera yeah man it was savage man it was savage oh shit those guys are animals for these photos man you can't uh can't fuck with those pics so anyway we gotta wrap this shit up so um beats are the weeds if you guys got beats and you want to send us your beats you can do that at uh music at v3tv.uk and we will play your beats on the show we can even um should start doing more listener beat battle. I think I'm gonna try maybe one of the beats will be a uh, user submitted beat for a beat battle um, starting next week. I kind of like the format where we do more than one beat too. So hopefully mm-hmm. we can do that as well. It sparks some, some cool conversation. So um, hit up my man, uh, Mr. Uwe at uwe.eats. Did I get it right? I'll never get it right. I think I got it right. My man, you did. I'm and, proud of you. Um, Dr. Chima Anya at Dr. Chima Anya. And you can hit us up at V3TV, wherever you pick up and hit up and do whatever you do. And we'll catch y'all when we catch y'all. Peace. Peace out. Peace out. Bro, who's this? What happened to dubstep? Yeah, man, that shit died quick. That came about, man, heavy. <laughs> <laughs>